we are approaching the end of the school term. We are well into July now. And uh, by next weekend, if not already, um, schools will have broken up for the summer. And so in the last week or two, it's been that time of year when report cards get sent home or more often nowadays become electronically accessible to the parents. Among the comments on school reports can be certain wording that uh, could be taken two ways. Maybe it, it might be faint praise. Here's some that I found online. Your child has great potential. Means they don't actually do quite as well as they could. Very self-confident answers back in class. They are ready for a new challenge. They've tested the teacher to the limit. And of course, has a wide circle of friends. Needs to spend less time chatting. The short letter of John, which we had quite a chunk of, even though it's a short reading today, um, is rather report card-like, commenting on both the recipient, Gaius, a church member, and a church leader, Diotrophes. Diotrophes is the naughty boy in the class, and the letter deals with him after our passage. But it seems at first that Gaius, whose name means rejoicing, is the well-behaved one. Though often things are not quite as simple as that, not as simple as they first seem. Even for the brightest and hardest working student, there is more learning that can take place. We can always grow. And John, while bringing praise is also warning not to rest on one's laurels, not to simply leave it the way it was, not to go astray. It would seem that Gaius is scoring well in the fruit of the Spirit that we are looking at this week, goodness and faithfulness. And John wants to encourage that Goodness relates to how we behave in a morally right way, particularly when it is sacrificial. This goodness is expressed normally through uh, giving to those who are in need or challenging those who are wrong. Maybe speaking about climate change maybe challenging an assumed position, maybe tackling those who speak something that is racist. 
It's therefore seen not simply in ourselves, but how we act, how we respond to the world around us. And yet at the same time, it should be hidden. It's something that should grow within us, but in some ways be hidden, because it's more than virtue signaling, which is doing the practice of an act to claim that we're of a particular character, when perhaps we are not. In fact, Jesus taught us that in our giving, in our doing good, it should be the case that the left hand shouldn't know what the right hand is doing. And maybe it is in how we quietly add a, a contribution to the food bank, how we might have a direct debit to a, a missionary cause, or in a particular way we add something to the fellowship of the church without it being widely known. These are good. Now, of course, whether someone believes in God or not, they can do good things. But faithfulness, however, is about trusting in God and believing in what the Scriptures tell us about the nature of the One, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the One who is love and who has made life. As we grow in faith and trust more and more deeply, we depend on God for our need. And others find that they can depend on us because of that relationship that we have with God. As we grow in faithfulness, we will be inspired by the Spirit in our goodness too, so that we reflect God more and more. Gaius, the faithful man, has received people who were sharing the word. He's welcomed them, supported their presence in the community, and he has demonstrated to them that he understands and believes in the Scriptures, and they have gone on and told John of this. He is faithful. But these itinerant teachers, as they've traveled onwards and shared that news with John, have shared other things too. And that's why we get a bit of this school report. Because something happens in verses 6 to 8. Verse 6 says, They have told the church about your love. Please send them on their way in a manner that honors God. This is that when they left Gaius, he didn't give them the support for the onward journey that they needed. Verse 7 says, it was for the sake of the name that they went out, receiving no help from the pagans, which in code says, they didn't really get that much help from you either, did they? And then John hammers it home. We ought, therefore, to show hospitality to such people so that we may work together for the truth. 
which means next time a preacher, a traveler bringing God's Word to you comes, treat them better so that the gospel can be shared wider. Gaius, in his understanding, is faithful to the truth of the Scripture, but there is that question mark over whether he is living out that faithfulness and so fully exercising the goodness that he is called to have. What of us? None of us are perfect. Could do better might always be on our report. But God knows this. He knows that we can always do better, and he is always ready for us to come to him and for us to say sorry. And what's more, he equips us so that we can do better and encourages us to do more with his Holy Spirit so that we can learn and we can grow. Even in our failures and frailty, he marks every believer with the Spirit's seal so that we each get the ultimate prize, not of house points or a certificate or a silver cup to look after for a year. No, we are rewarded through God's mercy and grace with forgiveness and eternal life. Not because of how good we are, but thanks to the goodness of God. Amen.